are here in Kuala Lumpur and now we do our Energize podcast live from the Asian Utility Week. Uh, I'm joined today uh, to people from uh, the free electrons I met and know quite well. Elke and Pups, both from CLP, both uh, extremely engaged people and engaged in the energy revolution and the disruption going on and it's uh, just fun to have them here. So my name is Pubs Obeyasiri. Uh, I'm the associate director running the digital unit within innovation under CLP Group. Hi, I'm Elke. I work for CLP and I'm managing the ecosystem for CLP, meaning that I'm working with the startups as well as, as, well as some of our corporate partners and our accelerator program. One of the things I noticed, because I listened to many presentations here, uh, many people talk about customer, customer experience, user experience. Many people talk about the digital native and the changing consumers or the cha changing type of consumers utilities have to work with. So we're here at the conference for Asia Utility Week and one of the common themes you're hearing is about customer centricity. Yes, it's been done over and over, but uh, there is a little bit of insight that it is really happening and evidence of that. You can see some utilities launching EV services, which is a lot more customer focused rather than utility focused. There is just several solutions from smart buildings, so including CLP's own. Um, we've also got a little bit more digital solutions, so things like mobile applications, payment activities. So that's actually quite nice. So there is a realization of some of the big drivers of uh, transformation within the whole sector of technological innovation, customer demands, and also just business model changes that you see evidence of this happening and utilities are slowly acting, which is really quite refreshing. Closer to home, where the CLP is based in Hong Kong, we've actually also got some interesting government incentives and government encouragement as well. So for example, there is a big push on greener buildings. So there are incentives for um, economic uh, eco-building funds, for example, where there is incentives for customers to deploy smart solutions, save energy, and then they will actually get rebates. We've also got uh, evidence of um, a general push because of sustainability initiatives from MNCs. With a lot of MNCs being headquartered in Singapore and Hong Kong, you actually see tangible evidence of these initiatives happening. So within the organizations, there's typically a sustainability team that sets out global targets, and then which are acted upon typically through influence by other business units within, uh, within the customer space. And there is actually um, results of this where it's not just taken as nice to have initiatives, but these are influencing some of the decisions. Should we go with vendor A or should we go with vendor B? And sustainability is actually becoming a factor. We have now been here for two days in Kuala Lumpur at the Asian Utility Week, and we have seen uh, some interesting trends. So one of the, um, the big things for the Asian market is that we're facing a challenge of adopting a lot of renewable energy. There is a big uh, demand for increasing the amount of solar in particular. Um, that is a, an enormous opportunity for a lot of companies in terms of developing um, re renewable assets. But it's also a challenge for grids. It means that we have to adopt intermittent um, production, meaning that we have to adjust how we, how we operate our grids. Today, 
one of the things that we're doing is obviously we're looking at storage. Storage could be one of the solutions, but there are more things. Um, we also look at demand response. We make sure that our customers also play a role. What we see is that our customers get more excited about what they can do with energy, and in particular with reducing the energy demand. They want to be more sustainable, be more efficient, and spend less money on energy. This is possible because there is more data available. We're able to get more data from what they, how they're using their energy. And as soon as we've got data, we have insights. And with those insights, we can help them to save energy, um, use energy at a different time, and, and save costs. So certainly customer expectations are much higher. So customers are demanding a better experience. So they don't necessarily want to see a paper bell which says this is how much energy you're consuming. It's tell me more about where does the energy come from? How green is it? What can I actually do to save energy? And don't give me generic energy tips. Give me something that I can actually action. I'm a renter. So what can I do? I can't change the windows. So there is that aspect. So customer demand is certainly one thing. The other thing is technological innovations within the industry and outside the industry. So within the industry, you've got um, EVs becoming a lot more affordable, rooftop solar becoming a lot more affordable, even storage, which is, we're seeing that it's heading towards that direction. And that is actually causing utilities to wake up and say, well, actually, we should be offering these solutions in this space, because if we don't, others will. And then outside the sector, just the digitization of every single um, uh, every single industry that's out there. When I get my insurance bill, I actually get a visualization of what that gets composed of, which is actually quite interesting. That's, in, that's a really traditional industry where I'm getting really a lot of value and I get a closer connection to that. So utilities also need to be in this space because a customer doesn't see the world through I'm dealing with a utility, they deal as a citizen with a whole range of services. So I think technological innovation. And then the third one is really about business models that are coming up. There are many nimble players that are offering um, efficiency as a service, as an example. There are different models for providing solar systems. Um, and a utility can't simply just provide electricity. They need to provide additional services on top of electricity. Otherwise, there is customer relationships that would be lost from utilities and like go to other players that are out there. I have done a presentation here on the Asian Utility Week about dancing with the elephants or how I see working with utilities, how we can drive together innovation. So from you, Elke, it would be interesting for me to know what is in, uh, innovation or how can you drive innovation in a huge uh, company or organization like CLP? One of the benefits that a utility has is that we have a we have a customer base that has a trust in, in their utility. They believe in us. They believe that we will always do the right thing for them. We've been around for 118 years and we want to stay in business for another 118 years. So instead of just wanting to compete with startups, we also see a huge opportunity to collaborate with startups and to use their strengths and adopt them into our own business. So what we do is that we build stand-up frameworks so that we can actually um, easily adopt and be more agile and bring them on board and collaborate. Disruption to utilities is not coming from other utilities, but it is coming from outsiders. Outsiders that have uh, more capabilities when it comes to analyzing data and um, selling the, the insights to customers. Absolutely. That's what's happening. That's what's happening elsewhere and also in Asia. Support from, from senior management to 
really embark on this journey of innovation is extremely important. It's key to get their buy-in because it's a long journey. It's, it requires money, resources, and, and patience to get where you want to be. So that's one of the things that's very key. Also, it requires a different way of thinking. It requires us to no longer see everybody as a competitor, but also to work more in partnerships. Partnerships is not what we're used to. Utilities are used to a vendor customer relation, and this requires something else. I also did a second presentation uh, where I talked about the importance of uh, developing and building up a digital DNA for the utility. So a digital uh, DNA is one of the success factors for utilities and for their future. Can you describe what you think is the digital DNA? Actually, that DNA is very important. Uh, everyone immediately thinks that it's about technology, and it's not. It is really about making sure that there's the right sponsors that have the right mindset, the right attitude across all levels in the organization to ask, why not? And should we try this? Should we do experiments and get feedback rather than necessarily jumping to a conclusion? So all, all of that is absolutely very important. The other aspect is that working with partners. So a utility has is extremely good at providing very reliable power. Within CLP, we've got phenomenal reliability. We're very proud of that. But in the areas of innovation, we also realize that we need to partner with other players that are out there. Now, that word partner I use very deliberately. So when we work with startups or other specialists in the area, we really need to have a partnership model rather than a procurement model. And that's traditionally what we've done um, and every utility has done with when you need a service, you go and procure it. But in this innovation space where it's quite ambiguous, you don't know what the final outcome is. No one does. You need to work together and have that open collaboration of saying, well, we have a joint hypothesis. Let's go and validate that and see if that makes sense. And not necessarily go and nitpick on what's in a statement of work or in, on milestones. And that, that collaborative effort is really helps in order to coming to a quick conclusion to see, should we actually move on to that next step? So I think um, that, that's really a key aspect of it. And I think the other part is, um, a bit of uh, faith in trialing things as well. And that I'm, I'm incredibly proud with, within CLP. We have all of these activities happening. It didn't happen overnight. It certainly took some time. But we certainly have a very forward-thinking executive team. We have a collaborative effort with a lot of partners that we work with. And then also, we're willing to go and test, validate, trial, and if it makes sense and has value to our customer, then move forward with And I think that's, that's been a really good recipe for us and will help set us uh, move on to bigger and brighter things in the future. Can you give me some ideas how you see the customer role in the future or what you have to do for the customer in the future? So, it's, it's a really interesting question and I, and I think I heard this a, a few times. Uh, it certainly wouldn't look like what we see today where it's simply a billing relationship. So utility provide me electricity and give me a bill and I'll give you payment for that. Uh, it, it's not enough. Uh, so what the relationship from a customer and a utility is should be a lot more. So 
there needs to be more focus on helping the customer in their everyday activities, whether that's a, a small business, a large corporate, or even a residential. Help me live my life and work with what I need to do rather than necessarily just providing me a service and I need to figure out everything else. And what that tangibly looks like, everyone is trying to figure out. Is that predicting what are the appliances that I need or are about to break in my home or what should be efficient? Is it um, automating my office or identifying equipment failures in my building? I mean, that's also an, another potential skills and there's further things to that. So I think the customer relationship will certainly transform and I am optimistic will transform for the better. The other part is, is um, certainly, I think this is done to death, but I still believe in it, which is a, a bit more on personalization. So for every utility, a customer is a customer out of hundreds of thousands of millions of customers, but not necessarily an individual. I mean, the, the concept of customer of one, which has you know, been floated around for, for more than a decade now, I think we might actually be able to realize in the years to come, which certainly should have a lot of value from energy services, but also may lead to other services as well. In uh, one of my presentations today, I talked about the future of the DSO, the grid company, that they have to be a platform digital utility and with that will be the platform operator for a smart city. But it would also be quite interesting for me to know what you think is the future utility and I'm not talking about the DSO only, it can be all of the different aspects of the utilities. I think you, you may have hit the nail where you said it's utilities. Because when you think about utilities nowadays, it, it's water, gas, electricity, but also the telcos as well. As a citizen, if you combine all those things, that's an incredible amount of my life as a citizen in a city. But then there's also a few other factors as well. There's my financial relationship with the city. There is my um, public relationship with the government. Uh, so if there's a way to combine all of those things, then I think the combination of those things is certainly a very solid platform for a smart city. I think the utilities are more about how I interact with the physical part, but then there's also the non-physical part as, as well, which also needs to be included. Yeah, a final question I always have, because uh, I envision the future of utilities to be uh, Utilities going to be software companies, going to be data companies. But for me, it would be quite interesting to know how do you envision the future of utilities? How do you see what is the future role of a utility if you look from a bigger picture? And how can it be to help to make the future brighter? So traditionally, utilities have been providing kilowatt hours. Absolutely. But nobody knows what a kilowatt hour means. You can't touch it. What you do know that if you put something in your socket that your light turns on. So what we're actually providing is light. We're providing light, we're providing heat, we're providing your alarm clock, but we're not providing electricity. It's very similar in telecom. Telecom also has that same concept. We do not understand what the telecom companies are doing. All we know is that we can actually call each other. That's the service they're providing. And it's the same for electricity. Going forward, utilities will be more of a lifestyle provider. So the future of a utility to me is that it connects supply and demand. And connectivity as a utility means that you create a platform, a platform where you're bringing together uh, these two forces. A utility of the future will be providing services, whether it's insurance, whether it's an elderly care service, whereby you're 
uh, based on the energy consumption know whether something uh, is wrong in somebody's home. Also, smart city solutions can be part of this. One of the smart city solutions that we see developing quite quickly is um, EV. EV will be a large part of the um, of the energy demand going forward. It's also one of the growth areas in this region. Today, China is uh, China is growing tremendously on on EV. Uh, Hong Kong has also done a very good job so far, but there's still room for growth. If we look at Australia, um, EV adoption is very low, uh, similar for Malaysia. China did a really good job. Um, partly because it's been driven by the government. Hong Kong is also moving forward quite quickly, but there's a huge opportunity. And as soon as we move into EV, then obviously there is more data available, getting more insight into what's happening in the city. At CLP, we've started to work on the first microgrids. We are developing a project in China, and it's very exciting to work with both the, the government, the developer, as well as the future customers, building a microgrid, but also to include smart city solutions. For customers, the benefit of having a microgrid is also that the grid is developed from from scratch, from the beginning, that more services can be added to it, keeping in mind that you want to get a certain kind of data, allowing the city to be smarter and serve more towards the needs of the customer. The the customer experience model, I absolutely agree, is going to evolve over time. As to how that is, yeah, it'll be an interesting journey.